Shalom Aleichem, my name is Ciro Hernandez. I am a teacher here at Harlingen Messianic Synagogue, and I would like to welcome you to another edition of Insights from the Sudor, where we will be introducing the Shacharit Morning Prayers. Now, this video series is designed to present a basic understanding of Jewish prayer from the Sudor, the Jewish prayer book. Now, having said that, the Sudor does contain prayers that are filled with insights that will take a lifetime to uncover. This is the beauty of Jewish prayer. Once you understand one aspect, then there's another and another and another to discover, just like Torah study. In Judaism now, we have three daily prayer services, one in the morning, afternoon, and in the evening that were established by Ezra, the scribe, and the 120 men of the great assembly during the second tem temple period around the year 485 BCE. Now, this is alluded to in Psalm 55, 17, where it says, Evening and morning and noon, I utter my complaint and moan, and he hears my voice. Those are the three daily prayer services right there. Daniel 6, 10 also alludes to this. When Daniel knew that the document had been signed, he went to his house where he had windows in his upper chamber, open towards Jerusalem. He got down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he had done previously. What are those three times? Same thing, evening, morning, and afternoon. Now, Ezra and the Great Assembly established the three daily prayer services to correspond to the daily sacrifices in the temple. This is also why, as Daniel did, we pray towards Jerusalem, towards Jerusalem. In our case, where we live, we pray towards the east, the site where the temple stood and where the offerings were made. Now, after the destruction of the Second Temple, though, by the Romans in the year 70 CE, prayer then became a substitute for these temple sacrifices. This is alluded to in Hosea 14.3. It says, say to him, forgive all guilt and accept what is good. Instead of bulls, we will pay the offering of our lips. What is the offering of our lips? Prayer. Devarim 11.13. Deuteronomy 11.13 says this. You shall serve Adonai your God with all your heart. How do we serve Hashem with all of our hearts? According to the Talmud, it tells us that prayer is the way we serve Hashem with all of our hearts. And in Hebrew, this is known as praying with something called kavanah. Now, kavanah is this, according to the Talmud. He who prays must direct his heart to heaven. And not only that, he must also know before whom he is standing. If we simply, simply read our prayers from the Siddur as we read any other book, this is not praying with Kavanah. This is reading. Prayer is not reading. Prayer is prayer with the whole heart. Now, Kavanah is accomplished in four basic levels. Level number one is to direct our hearts to heaven. That is the basic. If we don't have that down, we can't get to the other levels. Level number two, to understand what we are praying for this reason, I recommend you begin your prayers um, with English until you get accustomed to them. Then you move on little by little into the Hebrew. But I encourage you to aim to learn to pray in the biblical tongue, the holy tongue that Yeshua himself prayed in. Pray in Hebrew eventually. Level number three, to free our minds of any distractions. Now, Yeshua would do this. Yeshua would often go and seclude himself for the purpose of praying. He didn't want to get away from people. He loved people. He came to serve, but he needed this level of kavanah. He needed to be away from distractions. And this is why he would take times to go to a desolate place 
to focus completely on prayer. Now, the fourth and final level is to think about the deeper meaning of what we are praying. And this is what this series is all about, to think about the deeper meanings as we're praying. And the way we're going to do that, we're going to begin with the Adon Olam prayer, master of the universe. Now, this prayer is made up of two parts. Part number one, we describe who God is. Remember the words from the Talmud, know to before whom we stand. That's part number one. Part number two describes our relationship to him, our relationship to this awesome God, to Adon Olam. In this part, we direct our heart to him with Kavanah. Now, we address Hashem as master, master of the universe, which is really a king who runs not just a nation. He runs the entire universe. When we talk about a king, we refer to the nation he rules over, how many people he rules over, and how long he will rule or how long he ruled. His rule, in other words, is limited to a specific period of time and a specific location. Hashem, though, is not like an earthly king in that he ruled over the universe before he created time, before there was a such thing, such thing as time. He rules over it within time and he will forever rule over it when all is said and done. Listen to what Adon Alam says. Listen to this prayer. Master of the universe who reigned before any form was created, past tense, at the time when his will brought all into being, then as king was his name proclaimed, present tense, after all has ceased to be, he, the awesome one, will reign alone, future tense. How amazing is that? What of the king can uh, we connect that to? Also, unlike earthly kings who cannot create, Hashem is a king who creates people that he will rule over. A king cannot wake up one day and say, you know what? I want to create some people that I may rule over. He can't do that. <laughs> Only Hashem can do that. And this is alluded to in the prayer where it says, his will brought all into being. Plus, all earthly kings were born and died or will die. But Adon Olam is the one and only. He is Echad without beginning and without end. He is eternal. Now, the second half of Adon Olam emphasizes the fact that the master of the universe is my God. He is not just my dad's God. He is not just my mom's God. He is not just my synagogue's God. He is my God. Listen to what it says. He is my God, my living redeemer, rock of my pain in time of distress. He is my banner, a refuge for me, the portion in my cup on the day I call. Notice all the me's there. It's all directed towards my relationship with him. He is not like human kings who are not actively involved with their people every moment of every single day. Plus, earthly kings cannot affect what happens to their people once they die. On the other hand, Hashem was, Hashem is, and Hashem forever will be Adon Olam, who is directly involved in every moment of my life because he is my God and he loves me and I love him and I'm going to offer all of my heart to him with true kavanah as I pray. What a way to begin our Shacharit morning prayers. And in the following video, I'm going to demonstrate how to pray Adon Olam. Shalom Aleichem, my friends. 